Welcome, listeners, to the ninth episode of The Weekly Goji. Happy Halloween to all you goals and boys out there. This is Catman here, and this podcast was made to talk all things ghostly. Wait, wait a minute. I mean Goji. We have a huge episode today. Um, I'd like to start by saying it's very important for Goji Crypto to help educate our community. So today, I'm going to skip talking about GABA, and we're going to speak with a special guest from the Goji Crypto team. His name is Cyril, and he does the TA, or technical analysis for Hanu, as among other things, on the Goji Goji Crypto Discord channel. He's going to teach everyone about the importance of TA and how it plays a huge role in buying cryptocurrency. As I do every week, I will put invite links for the Goji Crypto and call our Discord channels on my Twitter page. And remember, after the interview, I will also go over price and holder count action for Hanu and Caller. And I got some updates from Morpheus on Caller and the Metaverse as well. And remember, you could buy Hanu on Ethereum or Matic Chains, on Uniswap, QuickSwap, XT.com, and Ox Protocol. Soon to come is a major exchange listing as well. I know the communities are very excited for that. And uh, more details on that will follow in a future episode. Also, Caller is available to buy on ShibaSwap. That has been doing amazing lately. So, too much ado. Let's get started with the Weekly Goji! So what I'm going to do today, I am going to cue up a song uh, to introduce this person on the show, Cyril, um, in the spirit of uh, Halloween. Let me play that here now. I've been really excited to do that, guys. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So our guest, Cyril, a well-respected uh, member of the Goji Crypto Discord community and Goji Crypto team. He does uh, TA for Hanu on the channel. Cyril, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got into the Goji Crypto community? Hey, man. Thanks for having me here today. Um, I really appreciate being here and everything that you do. I love your podcast, bro. Okay, so, yeah, no problem. So, I've been trading stocks and cryptos for about nine years now. Um, I actually have a training server on Discord where I teach people how to read the charts to predict price action uh, so that they can trade with confidence. And uh, it can be very difficult to move into the crypto sphere. Uh, with confidence just due to the wide volatility that you see on the market it swings up swings down um 
But uh, one of the members I have on my training Discord actually introduced me to Goji Crypto. At first, I was kind of skeptical that it was just another crypto project going nowhere. Um, but then I attended an AMA they were holding, and I read the white paper. And let me tell you, man, I was just hooked on what I saw and learned. The community has this way of like just drawing you in, and you can't help but feel the way that they care and how helpful they are. Any questions, they just answer them. You know, definitely one of the best crypto communities I've ever had the pleasure of being in. Well, that's awesome. And I, I totally agree with uh, Cyril. I mean, the community is is amazing. And that was uh, one big thing that uh, got me involved in. I'm doing this awesome uh, podcast here today because of it. Um, since uh, Cyril is a TA expert, uh, he's going to explain to our podcast audience today a little bit about what uh, TA is and uh, why it's an important tool in uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah, sure. Um, so TA, as you mentioned earlier, stands for technical analysis. Basically, what a TA specialist does is they analyze the chart to locate the patterns and trends to predict future price movement. Um, a lot of people in the crypto world seem to think that you can't perform TAs on cryptos due to the volatility. That's simply not true. Uh, you just need to use higher time frames when you're looking at a chart. You know, a, it's a lot easier on stocks that are or commodities that move slower to use shorter time frames to predict price action. And that's why a lot of TA analysis is done on like stocks and commodities such as like gold and silver. Um, but because they move slower, you can use the smaller time frames. With crypto, it moves a lot quicker. You got to use the higher time frames to get a good idea of what you're looking at with the chart. So when you're looking at it on a higher time frame, you can see that crypto moves in predict predictable cyclical patterns. Um, like right now, if you were to go look at a chart for any crypto project that has been around for a few years on the daily or the weekly time frame, you can see how it moves in waves, right? Utilizing this knowledge, you can see where you'd expect a bull run um, to appear or a bearish pullback. Now, you can even see patterns that form, um, and I highly recommend that you research and study patterns as they're going to help you analyze the chart. You've got patterns like falling wedges. Uh, a lot of people see the price going down. They're like, oh, man, I got to sell, you know, and so they wind up selling and then it turns around and runs up. Like, I know, um, have you ever had that problem, man, where, you know, you, you sell something and then you look at it a week later and you're like, oh, man, I wish I would have held. Oh, yes, de definitely. I'll look two days later and kick myself in the butt for selling <laughs> <laughs> yeah or you buy and it turns out it was at the peak and then you get wrecked right yes oh yeah, <laughs> yeah ex exactly so if you find these patterns and you're and you can see okay the price is going down but i draw my trend lines here you know and it's a falling wedge you know that a falling wedge is a period of consolidation and it's actually gathering support for the next bull run up so once it leaves that falling wedge dude, it's gonna fly man that's awesome wow you are a uh, total scholar cyril i was uh wondering could you tell the audience a little bit about hanu's recent chart 
and how it compares to other long-term projects in the crypto space. Oh, absolutely, man. So there, uh, those who are in the Goji Crypto Discord have seen me excitedly compare Hanu's chart to other long-term finance type cryptos before. So early in any long-term crypto's life, it moves the exact same way that Hanu has been moving, a wave fractal. This is caused by the distribution phase. Okay, so like you know how when a project first launches, you know you can buy a whole bunch of coins for really cheap because it's cheap, right? Um, but early adopters who get those coins, you know, they're looking for five x, ten x returns, and then they're going to hop out. So they buy a bunch of them, right? And that call and that will cause the price to kind of run up, and then they sell which causes the price to go down. So there's your wave up and your wave down. But when on the down wave, it'll, it won't pull down all the way. It'll stay above where the wave first started, right? Because those tokens get distributed to new holders. So as new, new holders are buying in, it actually will allow the price to increase more than the previous run because there's more tokens available to buy. You know, like if you go to your grocery store and you see that oranges are like three ninety nine a pound or something like that, um, but they're out of oranges, well, you can't buy them. You know, and if, if oranges move the same way that crypto does, like as there's less oranges or they're not in season or whatever, you know, the price goes up, right? But once they run out of oranges, the price can't go up because there's none there to buy. So it's actually very important to have those consolidation periods where the price trends downwards as early adopters are kind of selling off, you know, some of their holdings because it enables the price to run up again next time. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's imagine if those early whales who had tens of thousands of like Bitcoin you know, never sold. Bitcoin would have run out of steam years ago due to lack of available supply. So Hanu is in this same beautiful early wave fractal right now. And I'll be honest, it's got me pretty excited about the long-term future. Wow, that's awesome, Cyril. You got me excited just hearing you speak, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> since we uh, have a great mind like yourself on, I was wondering, uh, what's your prediction? Uh, this is for the listeners, anyone new listening, um, anybody just on the fence about uh, coming in and buying some Hanu or any of the Goji crypto tokens. Um, what's your prediction for Hanu in the next six months, uh, a year or three years? Uh, yeah, definitely. So let me just preface this with a little disclosure. You know, you should always do your own research. You know, you never want to just make an investment based off of something someone else says. You know, it is very important to do your own research, ask your own questions, you know, make an informed decision. You know, because at the end of the day, the only one responsible for your money is you. So what I say Good here should not, be, should, should not be taken as financial advice. But having said that disclaimer, let me tell you why I'm excited. So... Any new crypto can be very difficult to perform long-term analysis on due to lack of long-term historical trends, right? You know, Bitcoin's easy because it's been around for, you know, quite some time now. You know, you can see those long-term trends. However, having said that, Hanu has been very solid in following the pattern rules. 
you know, and if you research about patterns, you'll see they all have some very set specific rules. So when you have a token that is following those rules religiously, it allows us to analyze it based off of those patterns, like the arc curve of support and the fractal run pattern that we're currently in. Uh, Hanu exited a giant falling wedge pattern about three weeks ago. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, a falling wedge pattern indicates upwards movement after breaking out. Uh, we're currently seeing the beginning of these effects as it's increased from its low a month ago over 150%. Wow. So taking into account everything, I predicted a bull run, uh, and I actually posted about this um, about two, two and a half weeks ago on the Goji Discord, but I predicted a bull run starting within the next two weeks that will take us up from the current price in the 600 range to over 3200 which is a 400% increase from current pricing. Um, afterwards, we'll see a pullback consolidation period, just like we did after the last all-time high. And that's a chance for people who, you know, maybe were kind of on the fence about investing to kind of get in while the price is at a discount. Um, so after that pullback consolidation uh, that we did, like we did after our last bull run, we will then wind up seeing another fractal run up, which will be a multiplier of the previous one. So it should reach a new all-time high in February of over 7,500. Yeah, you heard that right. Over 7,500. That's a little over a thousand percent growth from right now. And the best part is that it is just the beginning. I know that you you know that that's my next couple of months viewpoint but long term for hanu based off of what we are looking at doing and creating i see it reaching an overall market cap of between 9 billion and 20 billion us dollars and last i looked we were sitting at about an 11 million market cap so that's quite substantial wow that's incredible uh Cyril. Um, for just some of the new listeners, I, I mean, I'm aware of this, but but you also do for anyone that joins the Goji Discord community, you also do like I uh, said earlier in the podcast, like sometimes a weekly TA. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, I post. I have my own room basically over in the Goji Discord called Technical Analysis, and I'll usually post couple of times a week it all depends on volume and what the patterning is doing um but i'll post a ta over there for people to see and i'll go over some of the basic terms you know like what a moving average is you know what this pattern does you know what what to you know just some basic you know teaching moments you know in easy to understand terms so that you can kind of learn some ta as as you follow along with my tas that i post well, that's awesome. And that's honestly one of the beautiful things about the Goji crypto community is is education. Uh, there's a lot of very smart people on there that could uh, teach a new investor uh, many things. Uh, even in just the last couple of weeks alone, following Cyril in the community, I, I've learned a lot. And um, while we have, have you on, Cyril, um, could, what would you say to people new to crypto or someone who's interested in investing in uh, Goji crypto, but maybe on the fence or nervous about getting into it? Sure. Uh, so if you're new to crypto, my best advice for you, 
ask tons of questions. There are no dumb questions, okay? You know, yeah, sure, we've probably heard the questions before, but that's okay. You know, if it's new to you, it's important to get those answers. Research everything. Find yourself a mentor who knows a lot and ask questions. Learn patterns, how to read charts. It'll make the wild price swings in crypto easy to understand, and you'll be less likely to sell at the bottom and buy at the top. You know, you one of the biggest problems that tends to plague new investors is FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. So they see this big run and they wind up buying and it was right at the top, right? Or they see it dropping and they're worried about losing the rest. So they sell at the bottom, you know, but if you can understand these charts and you understand, oh, this is just, you know, a falling wedge or, oh, you know, this is the, the peak of a head and shoulder, you know, you can make informed decisions that are based off of research and understanding instead of emotional responses because emotional responses to your trades will always make you lose money right so ask questions find a mentor learn to read the charts that's my advice to those who are new to crypto for those who are interested in Goji Crypto, uh, I recommend that you join the Goji Crypto Discord server. You'll find a wealth of information, uh, a ton of people who are happy to help and help guide you and answer your questions that you have. Uh, and remember, you know, if you hate the, ga the gas fees on the Ethereum network right now, you know, HANO is available for purchase on the Polygon network, like you mentioned earlier. Um, so, you know, it, there's... Uh, there's options there if you don't want to give VB tons of your hard-earned cash. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> facts, facts. So I'll leave you all with a little tip. If you buy Hanu or already have it, hang on to it for a while. You won't be disappointed. I personally am planning my hold, I'm planning on holding my Hanu for quite some time. Oh, that's awesome, Cyril. Thanks so much for uh, sharing your time with us and and giving us some incredible advice. I want to say happy Halloween to uh, you and your family. And I'd like to know, would you be interested in coming on the show for maybe a weekly TA or a bi-weekly TA for the Goji Crypto community? Definitely, man. Thanks for having me. You know, I, I appreciate everything you guys are doing here. You know, I appreciate all the work you're putting in with podcasts. I absolutely love them. They're fantastic. You know, happy Halloween to you as well. You know, it's... Uh, ready for a little bit of trick-or-treating you know <laughs> yep almost um, time to get the kids out they're they're getting excited <laughs> oh yeah well you know i would be happy to come on and give a little ta tidbit weekly for everyone awesome that that's tremendous I'm, I'm so excited to have you on again uh take care and uh we will see you again in the near future what sounds good man uh thank you cyril what a sensational analysis and uh Cyril is just incredible. He is a TA guru. I know I've learned a ton from that man on the Goji Crypto Discord channel, and I honestly can't wait to chat with him again. Um, so moving on, we're going to get into that holder count and price action. Hanu is at 0.00006413, up 152% since the CMC listing. And caller is at 0.00000 at seven zeros. 8026, up 36% in the last 24 hours. 
The holder count for Hanu is at 2420, growing steady and uh, just waiting to explode when this big listing drops soon. And the caller holder count is at 2,137 holders. Also, uh, Morpheus and the caller crew report that the upcoming Caller Quest metaverse is coming along quite nicely. And Morpheus reports that 10 dog breeds have been turned over to the graphics department to make the breeds into Sparkies. I'm like, that's so exciting. He also shared that they have turned in the music soundtrack candidate for review. Wow. So that's coming along quite nicely. And uh, thanks so much, Morpheus, for the weekly update. If um, anybody missed last week's episode with Morpheus from Caller Crew, please go back and have a listen. The Caller Quest metaverse is going to be huge. Also, there is some updated artwork of the Sparkies posted on the Caller Discord channel. Um, remember, every week on Twitter, I'll post invites to both Discord channels. Remember, you don't have to buy any coins. Just come and learn, and then meet the amazing, compassionate people of both communities. Remember, Goji Swap will be dropping this year. So, as I always say every week, tell a friend, family member, or stranger, the milkman, about the podcast and uh, both these crypto gems and the communities. Uh, Q4 is definitely going to end with a bang. I'm sure of it. Also, uh, one more quick reminder about the GPU giveaway on the Goji Crypto Discord channel, the uh, Goji Go Christmas giveaway. Um, I'll tweet the details again this week on Twitter, along with an invite link again to the channel, so you could get in on that giveaway and the details. And uh, next week, as I keep promising, we're going to talk about Goji Crypto's governance token, GABA, and the tokenomics behind it. And also in the coming weeks, I hope to have details very, very soon to the uh, big listing that's on its way. And uh, to end, I'm going to do something a little different. Um, I know some members in the community have already read this, but for any new listeners, I'm actually going to reread um, SIG7's crypto announcement from the uh, Discord channel. So let me get started with that. The moment you've been patiently waiting for our biggest announcement to date, current state projects. This is number one. GojiSwap is well on its way and in developmental testing. Audit will be performed soon, launch soon after. Number two, new website launch. We have designed a brand new site that exceeds our expectations and will allow us to grow our project on both the community and business side. Sig goes on to say, for the future, what the future holds for us, here's a glimpse. This has never before been revealed. Goji Crypto Community Mobile App, all-in-one solution for everything Goji, integrated news platform, Goji Swap, DAO platform, swaps, yield farming, etc., etc., additional details to be announced, and then another bullet point microtransaction token. This is in itself huge for our project. It will be a pre-launch token under the Goji Crypto umbrella and more info on this will come soon. And then next bullet point, marketing campaign. We have established partnerships with certain crypto space companies 
to be able to do marketing and ads with them. In the coming days, you will see us on Dex Tolls as a featured sponsor and a banner display. This will bring a lot of new eyes to our project, so be on the lookout and enjoy the ride. And last but not least, I've mentioned it a few times already in the podcast, exchange listing. Yes, we have a major exchange announcement coming. So stand by for this. It's going to be huge. So all I could say, listeners, is wow, 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 and more wow. I'm so excited for the coming weeks. So get out there and buy some Hanu, buy some collar. The Goji train is boarding at the station. Happy Halloween to everyone, and don't forget to tune in next week. And for new listeners, please go back and listen to the eight previous episodes so you can educate yourself on the force that is Goji Crypto and Collar. Don't eat too much candy, guys. And as always, this was the Weekly Goji! Welcome, listeners, to the 10th episode of The Weekly Goji. This is Catman here, and this episode was made to talk all things Goji. So this is a big episode 10. I got two awesome guests from the Goji staff. I got CCO Omar here with me, and I also got Cyril. How's it going, guys? It's going great, man. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourselves? Hey, we, we, we're hanging in there, man. Exciting time. Awesome. Well, uh, today, listeners, um, these guys are going to tune in on some topics. Um, we're going to talk about GABA and Goji Swap. We're going to talk about uh, holder count and price action for Collar and Hanu. And some other recent news in the Hanu and Collar communities. Also, I'm going to go over the recent contests we have going on in the Hanu community. And if you're a new listener, please remember to go back and listen to the previous episodes to get caught up on all things Goji. So, let's get started with the Weekly Goji! Goji. <laughs> so, first up... I love that rap, I'm sorry. Oh, thanks, Omar. It's, catch, it's kind of catchy, right? <laughs> so, uh, first up... We got Safaya Gabanasu. Am I pronouncing that correctly, guys? I believe you are, Cyra. Is he, is he on point with the verb, uh, the pronunciation? <laughs> I think so. Awesome. <laughs> also known as a Gabba. What what a name for a coin. Um, this info is all right in the white paper uh, that I'm going to talk about today. Uh, Safaya literally means sapphire and is seen as a symbol of the heavens. It is said to bring gifts of fulfillment, exhilaration, prosperity, and inner peace and beauty. Gabanasu translates to governance. The Safaya Gabanasu governance process 
consists of the decision-making and enforcement processes for various different changes in parameters, contract deployments, policy specifications, community incentives, and any improvements that will be driven by the community. So GABA is essentially the decision-making power transferred from the developers to the community. Uh, holding GABA will give the holder the right to vote and anything that will utilize and steer development into the right direction. So what's awesome with GABA is the community is going to play a big role in voting on anything going on in the Goji crypto ecosystem. I think it's very important because it truly makes Goji crypto a decentralized ecosystem steered by some amazing developers and our CEO, Steve Banner. But also the community is going to play a big part in making the, deci the decisions on the future of Goji Crypto. So uh, GABA has a supply of 1 million coins and uh, nearly one third of them are on one and two year time locks. As for distribution, 75% will be allocated to LP pools with various exchanges and 10% will go to the treasury. This is for incentives in farming and staking and DAO services. 10% will go into reserves and can only be unlocked by voting. And 1% for marketing. That's like airdrops, uh, giveaways, volunteering and incentives to the community. 3% for business operations and 1% uh, for development. So spread that all out and uh, take into account the time locks. GABA definitely isn't plentiful. I think it's going to be very important to get your hands on as much GABA as you can. Uh, Goji Swap is coming very soon. And remember, by staking the three coins of the ecosystem, you can earn GABA. If you stake all three coins, Hanu, Mia, and Goji, you're going to get an additional 20% GABA drip. So that is my plan. We're going to have a big episode going over strategy in the near future, really close to the Goji Swap release. And uh, remember, you could buy Hanu on Ethereum and Matic chains. On Ethereum, you could get it on Uniswap. For Matic, it's on QuickSwap and Aux Protocol. And it's also available on XT.com Exchange. We have a huge, huge, huge exchange listing. So I would get out there and buy some Hanu now before the price really takes <laughs> off. I believe we're in for a wild ride with the exchange news. Um, Anything you want to add, Omar, on uh, GABA or this big news coming up for Goji? Of course. You know, I always have something to say about this excellent community and project in general. Um, GABA, for those who are newer to the crypto space, is what we call our governance token. So like uh, Catman was saying, um, you get voting right. So the more GABA you hold, the more your votes will weigh um, when it comes to proposals or amendments to what the project is doing or what direction we're headed in because we're really community driven. So that's what Dabra is all about. And I believe um, our, our chart wizard, our technical analysis expert, one of my greatest friends, Cyril, he, I think he did the math. And if you were to take all of the tokens in our ecosystem and convert it to Gabba, I think it makes a total of 4 million. I might be incorrect on that, but I think it's around that. Uh, so that goes to show, like, hey, <laughs> you might want to start uh, collecting your Hanu while it's uh, fairly priced right now. And um, probably look forward towards getting some GABA. Um, but one thing I, 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 we talk a lot about, um, the start of the T, 
theme of the project. We talk a lot about strategy. So it's, it's, it's different for everybody else because we want everybody to have opportunity to build, you know, residual wealth, income, and, and all those good things. So we really do put the community first. And, you know, our advice would be just to invest your money wisely. And if you have any questions or need help, you know, we're always here. But yeah, GABA is, is the key. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, I know for the swap, everyone has some different strategies. And uh, I I spoke with a lot of members of the community, and I definitely am thinking of going the route to just keep burning that GABA by breaking Hanu up into equal parts, uh, Mia and Goji. Okay. I like that. I mean, it really depends. There's so many different caveats into that. And the one thing about that is, like, the team, we would never force anybody to do something that's not going to benefit them, honestly. Like, this is such a selfless team, community, um, all around. Um, so, I, I don't know. Like, I I don't know what my methodology, what my approach would be, to be honest with you guys. <laughs> but um, I'm, I'm going to do something that, that would, you know, help the community, but also help me and, you know, my family and generations to come. I don't know. We have to just have to see. I, I, I look forward to that podcast, and I'm actually looking forward to um, the Chart Wizard, uh, the Chart Guru, the TA team to give me his feedback on what the price action could be and just his thoughts because I'm so impressed with him. <laughs> I can't wait to hear what he has to say. Oh yeah, me me too. And that that's definitely a great uh, leadway into the next part here because we are going to now get into that holder count and price action. Um, at the time of recording this podcast, Hanu was at point zero 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 nine seven eight one. It's currently up an awesome 285% since the CMC listing, and the holder count is at uh, 2758. I think that number is going to increase quickly after Hanu becomes available on the big exchange coming very soon. Um, since I do have the TA wizard here, member of the uh, Goji crypto community and team, Cyro, who did an awesome job last week. Um, Cyro, I was just wondering if you could give us any input on the uh, weekly uh, Hanu chart. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for the kind words, Omar. I appreciate it. And, uh, Kevin, thanks for having me here today. Uh, so I'm going to go over a brief TA of Hanu. Uh, currently, on this chart has been up quite a bit since we last spoke together just a week ago. Um, it's, it's been awesome watching this climb up. It had a brief pullback over the last two days, uh, which actually bounced off a convergence of support moving averages across several time frames. When you have a convergence of moving averages across several time frames, it generally indicates very strong support in that region. Uh, and we had a very nice bounce up off it. Uh, it's heading back up now, and a close of over point zero 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 so four zeros one zero seven five would be confirmation of a massive cup and handle that's forming right now. If it closes over that price, it targets the price of four zeros one nine five to four zeros twenty four hundred. Mm. So the future is looking pretty bright, and that cup and handle is, is very very big. Um, Cup and handle TAs, the way they work is you measure the depth of the cup and then you add that to the breakout point. So our breakout point, as I mentioned earlier, is point four zeros one oh seven five. So if we get a daily close of over that price, that means the cup and handle is, is uh, confirmed and that's going to be your last chance to hop in before it rockets off. 
Wow. To train everybody. <laughs> you're, you're making my mouth water here. <laughs> Th thanks so much for that awesome, awesome uh, TA, Cyril. Um, while, while I got you on, we're going to quickly go into caller uh, price action and holder count as well. We got caller at point zero 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 zero. That's seven zeros, seven nine five nine. Currently down twenty two point four percent in the last twenty four hours. Caller though has made some incredible gains this week, and investors are just taking some profits off the table with the incredible future callers going to have. I think now is a great time to buy with this current price drop. You can uh, get a caller on ShibaSwap. And uh, caller's holder count is currently at 3,250 holders. So like Hanu, guys, it is very, very early to uh, still get in on these great coins. Um, Cyril, are you able to talk about the crazy chart action on uh, caller this week? Absolutely. So caller just finished the falling wedge consolidation pattern, and it has just broken out of resistance. So a falling wedge consolidation pattern, it basically, it works its way down, bouncing in between resistance and support in a tapered downward fashion. That's actually a healthy thing because what that does is it creates a support floor. Our support floor for collar was created after it broke out above the resistance. If we see an increase of volume, we will actually see collar return to its previous all-time high within two weeks. I know the recent drop was a little painful, but it was necessary to create a healthy chart and a new price floor. Anytime you've got something that increases that dramatically, and last time I looked a couple days ago, collar had increased over 3,500% in 30 days. So that was a massive wow. increase, you know, big props to them. Uh, so this pullback was really just kind of a drop in that puddle there. Um, but it will allow them to have that new healthy price floor. Uh, if you're looking to dollar cost average, this is a great time to do so, in my opinion, on Collar. Uh, reason being, you can actually compare Collar's chart to our chart. And when we last reached our all-time high back in, uh, I want to say it was early July, um, we, or sorry, not early July, August, uh, we, um, we then entered a falling wedge pattern. And then after we broke out above that falling wedge resistance, we pretty much returned to all-time high. So collar is making that exact same pattern. So in my opinion, if you maybe bought a little too high on that run-up, now is a great time to lower your dollar cost average or just to enter as a new holder. Awesome. Fantastic, fantastic analysis. We... Really appreciate you having on the having you on the podcast, Cyril. Thanks so much. Definitely, you know. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Uh, it's an honor and uh, pleasure, my friend. And um, so, moving on. As for the weekly caller crew report directly from Morpheus, they uh, released some big news about caller's metaverse token called Gem, known as Genesis Mechanism and also tag token. Uh, players will use gem and tag in the future for breeding sparkies. They also announced details about Caller Quest Academy. The way the academy works is if a player has more than enough sparkies, he or she can actually get a cadet 
That's someone who can't afford their own Sparky team, but will allow the cadet to play the game, and the in-game coin you earn, gem, can be split between the manager and cadet, depending on their agreement. So you could bring someone in that uh, isn't able to get a Sparky, have them play for you, and basically do something like a 50-50 or a 40-60 deal. Um, this is incredible for people who may not be able to afford a Sparky, but it will also allow uh, people to participate in what I think is going to be an amazing metaverse. I will uh, post a link on my Twitter page for more details on the Caller Academy. Also, uh, think about when the Caller Quest floor opens and people start to play. Um, they could use Caller to upgrade Sparkies or buy new Sparkies with Tag or breed Sparkies with Tag and Gem. So where will all the coins go? Um, it's going to go into the Treasury and Reserves. So the board may vote to put these coins back into Caller Quest for people to earn or do like a one half can be used for development or a one half back into Caller Quest as Ethereum for Caller Quest rewards. That's ingenious because as the reserves grow to remove Caller Tag and Gem from circulation, you know, less coins in circulation means price is going to go up benefiting the players and hodlers. So, man, I'm telling you, I'm so excited for this game. The Caller Quest metaverse is going to be huge. I interviewed Morpheus a few episodes back. Please, please check that out. I'm very confident this is going to be one of the top games of the crypto game world. I just can't wait. And uh, finally, I'd like to go over the big giveaways that Goji Crypto has going on. There are uh, two big ones. As usual, I will post invite links on my Twitter page for the uh, Discord where you can enter these giveaways. The first one is the GojiGo Gaming Christmas Giveaway. This is up for grabs. Two MSI 2070 Super GPUs. You can have a uh, max entry of 20 for this one. To be eligible, you need to buy 100 million Hanu or add 100 million Hanu to an LP pool. Uh, buyers, you could get uh, one entry if you do the 100 million Hanu buy, or two entries if you do the LP pool. And you must register these transactions on the Goji Crypto Discord channel. And then I just want to give a big thanks to Wilkie, who's hosting another giveaway. Uh, this one's pretty awesome. Two uh, really cool Goji Crypto mugs up for grabs. Uh, the way it works is on the Discord channel, if you make a submission of Hanu's price on the day of the big listing, the person closest without going over the price wins those two awesome mugs. So uh, thanks again, Wilkie. I will definitely be participating in that. I can't wait to see some of the guesses on uh, the price that day. And um, lastly, uh, while I have you guys here, is there anything you would like to chime in on? Um, Omar, anything? Um, I'm, yeah, kind of, uh, some of the, the things that have been going on from the community-wise, um, some of the guys who are probably in the Discord, guys and girls who are community members, probably seen uh, a message from uh, Mr. Banner himself regarding some of the price action and things going on in the community. Um, just rest assured, things have continued to move <laughs> forward. Um, we have some really big things in the works, some catalysts, 
And um, guys, just know that we're working super hard. That we're never going to do anything that's going to impact you guys or the community members or girls. Anybody that, that believes in Goji Crypto and is fully invested in like the rest of us. So rest assured, we're working seamlessly, tirelessly in the background. And, and it's all love. And we will continue to, to, to continue to build generational wealth. Um, that's our goal. Like I said, we never overpromise. We never set false expectations. But just know for sure that we're working super hard and we genuinely care and love all of you guys. And um, just, just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. Trust me, a couple weeks from now, <laughs> you, you guys are going to love what we got going on. Awesome. Thanks so much. And I could definitely vouch for Omar, Cyril, the team. I mean, these guys are not only compassionate, they spend tons of time in the Discord community talking to new investors, people that have been there since day one. Uh, you definitely have to, if you're on the fence about buying Hanu or just getting into crypto, definitely come check out the uh, Discord because there's some amazing people on there. And these guys are very hard at work and are going to deliver something very special, believe me. Like Omar said in the past episode, the uh, Goji train's uh, humming here, so get ready to get on the train. <laughs> If I may, I'd like to actually add something. There's a uh, another giveaway going on as well. Uh, it's not listed in the giveaway channel, listed in the announcements channel, but it's the great 5K Thanksgiving Day giveaway. So the details is you must purchase Hanu on the Polygon network. You can purchase any amount of Hanu you want. Multiple entries are allowed. You must submit your entries via the form that's listed in the announcements channel on that post. Now, we will randomly pick a winner on Thanksgiving, and we will match 100% of your transaction up to $5,000. So let's oh. say you buy $1,000 worth of Hanu, and then you get drawn, your transaction gets drawn, we will airdrop you $1,000 worth of Hanu. Wow. Up to $5,000 in value. That's awesome, Cyril. I will also post information on that on my uh, Twitter page and get that tweeted out this week with uh, details of this episode. So definitely uh, check that out, guys. And um, thanks thanks once again, Omar and Cyril. I, I know how busy you gentlemen are. Um, it's really nice having you on the show, uh, being part of the Goji Crypto team. And, and I just can't thank you enough for giving me a bit of your time here today to uh, talk to the community and tell everyone what an amazing, amazing uh, coin, ecosystem, community that uh, Goji Crypto is. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having us, man. No problem. Uh, I think you, you, you're going to do great things in, 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 this, in this world, Catman, and uh, we definitely support you, man, no matter what, 100%. Awesome. Thanks so much, Omar. So, all right, folks, I, I hope everyone enjoyed this week's episode. Keep an eye out for the news of the big listing. And uh, please join the Goji Crypto and Caller Discord communities to get more info on all the latest updates and giveaways on these gems. And as I say every week, please tell a friend, family member, or even the grouchy neighbor who yells at you because your tree got fall leaves in the backyard. Tell that guy, too. He deserves a break. The train's getting ready to leave the station. Tell them about Hanu and Collar. And uh, share this podcast with them for some more additional information. Well, that is all I got, folks. And uh, till next week.
This was the Weekly Goji. Welcome, listeners, to the Weekly Goji, a podcast made to talk all things Goji. This is Catman here. Welcome to our Thanksgiving special episode. I uh, hope everyone got to share a meal with family and loved ones and enjoyed their Thanksgiving day. Uh, Today here at the Weekly Goji podcast, we have something very special for everyone today. We're going to have the ceremonial CEO uh, Morpheus on the show, and he's going to talk a bit about the Caller Quest metaverse. And then we will also go over holder count and price action and talk about some recent Goji crypto news. So let's get started with the weekly Goji. So I just want to remind everyone uh, you could buy Hanu on Ethereum or Matic chains. On Ethereum, you could buy on Uniswap or Aux Protocol. And on Matic, you could buy on QuickSwap. It's also available on XT.com Exchange. And we have that big exchange listing coming soon to a theater near you. I mean, an exchange near you. And uh, Caller is also available on Ethereum and Matic Chains and is available on ShibaSwap and Aux Protocol on the Ethereum side. And it is available now on SushiSwap on the Matic side. So, I can't wait to get this guest on. Let's get started. I have uh, Morpheus, the ceremonial CEO, with me today. He's a repeat guest of the weekly Goji. How are you doing today, Morpheus? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having uh, us on. First, I want to say, you know, happy Thanksgiving to all the U.S. people. I hope you had a, a safe and fun time and ate a lot till you had a food coma. And to everybody else around the world, I hope you're thankful for everything that you have that's positive in your life. Awesome. Thanks, Morpheus. It was a nice Thanksgiving with the uh, family. Um, I'm just honored to have you back on the show. And I know in the uh, caller side of things, there is some big, some big news in regards to the uh, community paper. I was wondering, since we have you on, could you tell the audience about the latest update on that community paper 1.4 and the vote on approving it? Absolutely. Uh, As of today, uh, Sunday, November 28th, at 9 o'clock Pacific time, uh, the caller crew adopted uh, community paper 1.4, and it had a couple large things in it, which are exciting for the community and for future community members. Uh, <clears throat> the caller who adopted uh, by unanimous vote to accept our DAO. Now, this is a, the official DAO. So the, we formed a Wyoming uh, state DAO, which has been approved by the Secretary of State. And it's a limited liability corporation but it is a subtype, Decentralized Autonomous Organization, DAO. The name of our DAO is called TAG DAO LLC, 
and it is, as I said, uh, fully recognized by the Secretary of State of uh, Wyoming. And we have no board members. We only have entrepreneurs. Uh, the project that includes uh, collar, dog collar, collar, dog tag tag, our gem token, our sparkies, our land, and our metaverse are now owned by ta uh, Tag Dow LLC. Uh, this is large because there's not that many organizations that are legitimate and are recognized by Secretary of State, so it's an exciting advancement. <clears throat> um, so that's the first major thing um, that we have is to announce is the DAO has been approved uh, as the organization that governs itself. Wow, that's awesome, Morpheus. Really great news. Um, while we have you on, I was wondering, me and you spoke earlier off air about the uh, Caller Quest Academy. I was wondering if you could share what we spoke about and uh, tell the audience a bit how the Caller Quest Academy works. Yeah, let me uh, start by uh, explaining why there's the need for Caller Quest Academy. And I'll start by uh, describing how we're going to be releasing Sparkies, which is the main character for Caller Quest, their robot dogs. And their uh, Sparky stands for Sentient Programmable Assault and Reconnaissance Canine. And so there's going to be 50,000 total Sparkies that will be released uh, in 25% of this. So 12,500 will be the initial step release. And to play Collar Quest, you're going to need to have three Sparkies. So in a perfect math environment, we're just going to say you can have 4,000 players. But when people buy, some people will get one, some people will get five. As we get closer to the game floor opening, people will be wanting to make sure they don't have one because they'd rather have three. And people who have an abundance of more than three, you can only play the game with three at a time. So if you have a surplus of Sparkies, you can actually create a, a relationship where you're a Caller Quest Academy manager and you have three extra that you wish to lend out, so you have one team. And we have an interface that will allow cadets to apply and managers to review and pick a good fit. And then they negotiate what the revenue split will be. This allows somebody who can't afford to buy Sparkies to actually play the game. And they'll be playing on your behalf and splitting the revenue based on what relationship you strike with the cadet and manager. This will help uh, provide a passive income for that person where they will split the revenue, so every two weeks they will need to settle up. If the manager is not doing a good job, there's a reporting system for that. If the cadets were to get in trouble, there would be an appeal process for the manager to resolve the issue, and maybe they won't want to be working with that cadet if they're causing problems for them. So it is a trust relationship, but it's also a way for a cadet to earn money so they can buy their own uh, sparkies in the future. Oh, that's incredible. So a, uh, if a, someone does have like nine Sparkies, then they would be able to play the game and at the same time they could share the leftover Sparkies with someone that may only have like one or two? They would be able to lend out a team of three to a cadet. And so that cadet doesn't necessarily have to have any Sparkies to participate. They just need to be selected by a manager to represent them and 
to gameplay. Let's say they did a 50-50 revenue split of all the earnings. That manager actually is the one who receives 100% of the funds, and then they disperse it to the cadet on a two-week or minimum threshold level. Oh, wow. That, that is awesome. That's definitely a way for the community to share with the community. That's an ingenious idea. While I uh, still have you on, Morpheus, I'm going to get on to a topic that I know a bunch of the listeners has asked me about on my podcast page. Um, I know everyone's dying to hear a little bit more about the land in the ColorQuest metaverse. Could you perhaps go into a bit of detail on how the land will be incorporated into the metaverse and what are some of the benefits of owning land? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so in gameplay, uh, we uh, initially we were launching with uh, arena and battle. So, uh, and so you'll be able to play against computer and learn how to play and how it works, and you'll be able to earn uh, gem uh, while doing that. Uh, battle mode or the arena, you'll be able to play against other players uh, from around the world and depending on the abilities of your sparkies that you have and the cards you get, you'll either win or lose, depending on uh, the situation. Uh, when land floor opens and people can uh, go into that play, landowners who do have land will be able to, at first, uh, go there, and uh, you'll be able to teleport to a battle against some robots that are actually more difficult to win, but you also get more rewards when you do. And, but you cannot get teleported back to your land. The value to landowners is every 24 hours, there's a random chess drop that takes place on the map. And so that encourages the game player to come back and claim what's in their chest after 24 hours and one second. If somebody else is coming back from a battle and they're like, oh, I can go down this really long road to get back to my land, or I can cut across this land over here, if the game player is playing the game and basically identifies somebody walking across your land, they can charge a small fee and gem, which you get abundantly through gameplay, and so the person pays a fee to cross the land. But if that person's not online and there's a chest that's over 24 hours, they get to claim that chest, and then a random generator takes place, and let's say they get 40% of what the uh, is in the chest, the other six going to the landowner. Or maybe it's the person gets 50% and 40% goes to the landowner. So it encourages people to come back and claim what they have because it's not just gems. You actually could be winning uh, special abilities or upgrades to your Sparkies. So there's not just um, small encouragement to play the game, but actually come back and continue to play the long-term goal is when people buy land, you buy a piece of land, one or up to 100 plots of land. If you buy, let's say you're going to buy three lands and you're buying one today, tomorrow, and the next day, they're randomly selected. You don't know that they're going to be attached to your existing one. But if you're going to buy three, or you can buy them all at the same time, they'll actually be connected. If you want to have a bigger building all the way up to a sports arena, you're going to need to have a minimum piece of land for it to be able to fit on. And if you have such a thing like an arena, then the mini games that will come out will allow you to monetize your assets and your land differently. 
So if you have an industrial, well, let's use a, if you have a bar and people come in and you have many games that make your establishment revenue uh, from tournament play of this or that, then you, as the landowner, will get revenue. You'll have a small fee that needs to go back to ColorQuest because we need to maintain the game, the mini game, and uh, make sure that cheating is not happening. But if you have an arena, you actually could have a tournament for soccer or other types of sporting events, and people can play and they can earn. But moreover, the people who own the arena are going to have more opportunities to make bigger funds than somebody who has a land that's undeveloped. Wow, that's incredible. I, I know uh, you mentioned some mini games. Could you maybe tell the listeners like some options or what are some of the games maybe people would be able to host on their land? You know, there's a lot of open source, uh, great open source uh, game products already out there. And so uh, let's say you have a, a building, uh, a land big enough that supports a building that allows you to do tournaments. And I'm not saying what mini games will be out there. I'm just going to use an example. There's uh, an open source uh, vetted clean code of Minecraft implementation that we could implement as a mini game. And then people could come and do tournaments to see who can find the objectives, the quests in the game. So let's say 16 people enter, uh, they pay a small fee to that land or that building owner, which is called a mini game. And then the competition takes place, and then through the skill, not uh, gambling, but the skill of the individuals playing, they can then earn a first, second, or third place that comes with a prize. Again, small percentage needs to go back out to Caller Quest. And importantly, I want to emphasize this. When I'll you talk about this in, in, in entirety, the DAO is owned by the people. The people own the DAO, direct the DAO, tell the DAO what it will and will not do. In Community 1.4, people need to look at the Caller Quest tokenomics. So when people buy Sparkies for the first time, 100% of money comes into the Caller Quest tokenomics. 70% goes to the Treasury, controlled by the DAO. And we add two other wallets. One is for reserves, again, by the DAO, and then to the developers who are creating everything that we're talking about. So that's large, very large. People need to wrap their mind around this. That means when people buy and sell Sparkies or land and buildings, which in Communicable 1.4 includes a 5% royalty fee, if somebody sells it for $1,000, then the surplus comes to the Caller Quest tokenomics which then goes to reserves and, and treasury. That then can be voted on by the people who say, we have a large surplus. What do we want to do with that surplus? Do we want to introduce part of it back into the game as additional rewards? Do we want to instruct the tag DAO LLC to implement and get additional games? And what games would we want to have? And that's where the executive director or the chief operating officer would come back and say, Here's the market research of what is popular, what is doable, and what's the price to actually implement and time frame. And so 
people need to understand, this is a true DAO that is owned by the people. It is not owned by Morpheus. I, I have, you know, some influence with my words, but if it's not, if I come out with a proposal that's not good for the entirety, it's not going to pass because this is owned by the people. Many projects have tried. Uh, many projects say they're going to get to where we're at. In uh, less than 100 days, we are fully owned by the DAO. Wow, that's in that's incredible. I. I think when a lot of people come to really learn what this all means, um, the ColorQuest metaverse is really going to become huge. It is it is so unique in its own right. And uh, I'm just excited uh, to get my Sparkies here when the release is coming. Um, I was wondering, uh, would you be interested, Morpheus, on coming back on the show, uh, perhaps uh, post-ColorQuest metaverse release? You know, uh, you know, based on our roadmap, I... First of all, absolutely, I'm always happy to come and, and say where we're at and where, what's coming along. Uh, our roadmap is on our website, collartoken.com. Uh, we are uh, wrapped up pretty much with Phase 3. We're in Phase 4, which is developing the artwork, the NFTs, and getting the marketplace up so people can actually buy Sparkies. And so that's, people ask for dates all the time. You know, software doesn't really work like that. But uh, we're working very smart and hard each day to make it so that we have clean, secure code that will do uh, and have quality of products that people are proud of what they're involved with. So um, I would, we're also not going to be surprising people. I've been involved with many projects that make people stay awake, you know, never sleeping. We will be respectful. People will know it. That is coming. Um, so I'd be happy to come back on and talk about where we're at. Awesome. I, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, I can't thank you enough for your time. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. And uh, I just want to thank you for giving us all that information today. Great. Thank you very much, everybody in the community that's listening. Uh, go Goji, go Color Girl. Have a great day, everybody. Awesome. You too, Morpheus. Thank you. All right, folks, that was the CEO of ColorQuest. Can't wait to uh, get that out there for everyone. Um, really excited uh, to get those Sparkies and uh, look forward to having Morpheus back on the show soon. Uh, he gave us a bunch of amazing information. All I could say is uh, get out there and get some collar if you don't already have it. So uh, let's now move on to that price and holder count action. Right now, Hanu is sitting at 0.00007212, courtesy of CoinMarketCap. And the total holder count is 3,014 holders. We're still up 182% since the CMC listing. And we're holding strong at the 0.000007 level. As for caller, it's at 0.00000. 00 at seven zeros 3532 it's down 6.47 percent in the last 24 hours and the holder count is at three three thousand seven hundred seventy two holders so overall the whole crypto market has been read the past week um, in my opinion now is the time to acquire some more caller and hanu as uh, my regular listeners know 
We have some huge catalysts in the works on the Hanu side. We have that big listing coming and also Goji Swap uh, before the end of the year. And uh, I mean, after that interview with Morpheus, who is not excited about the Caller Quest metaverse? So hang in there, everyone. There's some big things coming from both coins, and they have very, very bright futures ahead. So uh, next up, a uh, big shout out to the Goji Crypto team. As some of the listeners may know, they did a big ad campaign this week and had a Goji Crypto billboard up for 24 hours in Times Square, just above the Disney store. And this was on Black Friday, folks. Um, what an amazing ad. The ad campaign read, the future of crypto has arrived. Join the Goji Crypto revolution. I mean, I couldn't have said it any better. That is just amazing. Uh, congrats to the Goji Crypto team on that ad campaign. And uh, worldwide, there's also a huge billboard campaign going on. Um, come check out the Goji Crypto Discord to see if there's actually a billboard near you. I mean, they are doing this nationwide throughout the states and throughout the world. So definitely uh, come check out the Discord to learn more about that. Uh, that is some amazing news, and I'm sure it's going to help the holder count grow. And uh, finally, the 25 million Hanu giveaway as promised. So instead of an Easter egg or a riddle, what I have been doing uh, about a week or so ago, I started the hashtag Goji train on Twitter. And when we hit 3,000 followers, I'm going to pick a random winner out of those 3,000 followers to receive the 25 million Hanu. So jump on Twitter, follow Catman at the Weekly Goji Podcast. And uh, retweet that hashtag Goji train. We only need 2,981 more passengers. I will get that tweeted out daily. Soon as we're down to zero, we'll pick someone for that awesome giveaway. And uh, as I say every week, remember to share the Hanu and Caller news with a friend, family member, maybe the cashier at Target during the busy Christmas season. It's just a matter of time till things get moving. Once the uh, crypto market bounces back as a whole, I think we're going to be in great shape. Also, uh, please follow the Weekly Goji podcast on whatever listening, listening medium you use. As we grow as a podcast, I hope this also helps Hanu's holder count grow as well, along with callers. For the podcast, we reached a milestone of 1,100 unique listens last week. And we have followers from over 14 countries. Goji Crypto is all about community. And if you're new to the podcast, I implore you to come check out the Goji Crypto and Caller Discord channels. I'll post links on Twitter and I'm going to add them to the podcast page. And this podcast is for the community. Um, if there's, I now have a comment page um, on whatever podcast medium you're listening are you're using to listen to so please feel free you'll see a spot on there whether you're on spotify or apple podcast there's now a, a spot where you could give feedback and suggestions for the show so i ask anyone if you have any ideas or would like me to talk about anything special uh, please comment and i will take all your suggestions sincerely and uh that's all i got folks 
just keep an eye out for that big listing. I uh, once again hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving with uh, your loved ones, family, and friends. And uh, just remember, let a friend, family member, stranger know about the awesome force of uh, Hanu and Caller. Because I tell you, there's some big things on the way. And as we always do, to end the show, this was the Weekly Goji. Welcome to the Weekly Goji, a podcast made to talk all things Goji. This is Catman here, and welcome to our final episode of the year. And believe me when I say this, we are going out in style. Today we have with us David Paulo, CEO of Skypath Securities, Inc., and Skypath team member Omar Shans on the show. Skypath is one of Goji Crypto's big partners, and I can't wait to speak with these fine gentlemen. And also, in the Catman Hot Off the Press section of the podcast today, we will be highlighting Mad Viking Games, MVG Crypto. I can't wait to tell you about that. So let's get started with the Weekly Goji. So I have with me David Paulo and Omar Shans live as I record all my podcasts live and un- and unedited. How are you, gentlemen? Oh, Catman, thank you very much. That was quite a, quite an entrance. Thank you, yeah, sir. Uh, you, you're awesome, buddy. I appreciate the introduction. I'm flattered. Uh, it's my pleasure, and it's great to have you on again, Omar. Hey, I'm always available to be on your podcast, man. I think you're one of the best in the game. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Um, would you guys like to just briefly introduce yourselves to the listeners? Sure, happy to. So, uh, my name is David Pillow, and I am the uh, CEO of Skypath Security. Uh, we have uh, developed uh, some groundbreaking technology that protects children in school from active shooters and all sorts of hazards, but also people in public buildings and people in the workplace, in, in all public buildings all over the world from the same types of active shooters and, and all types of hazards, fire, medical, uh, robbery progress, uh, hostage situation, all of those things, uh, our, our platform uh, protects people in those facilities. Awesome. Thanks, David. And I know a lot of the listeners know you, Omar, but will you give a brief introduction? Yeah, and before I begin give an introduction to myself, I'm David, I'm just impressed, man. This, this technology is this innovative, it's getting groundbreaking, and I'm quite sure the world would know what SkyPath is real soon. But more about me, I'm Omar Shands, of course, guys. You know, I'm, I'm Chief Compliance Officer um, with Goji Crypto. Also, I'm a compliance consultant for SkyPath. Um, years and years of compliance experience, years and years of crypto experience, and uh, one of the guys that are really big on educating people on, on just how to understand crypto, how to read contracts, how to avoid getting rubbed and 
just, you know, help people learn how to pretty much pick out great projects and, and surround yourself around great people in the crypto space. Awesome. Thanks, Omar. Well, David, I'm glad to have you on. I know you touched on it in your intro. Could you tell the listeners a little bit about SkyPath security and what the technology is? Sure. Uh, and I, uh, it's, it's pretty it's pretty complex and in depth, but I'll, I'll try to I'll try to keep it simple and, and, and rather quick uh, under the time constraints. <clears throat> but um, so what we do is we've taken a bunch of different fragmented industries um, and we've kind of organized them in, in, a, in an organized fashion. We've created a digital footprint to it, and then we made it interactive, kind of at a, at a, at a high scale. So what we've done is we've taken what, what normal threat assessment has been done on all sorts of public buildings, where it's usually done in a paper format using blueprints and uh, people walking around taking notes and drawing on the blueprints and taking photographs, and then creating a, a, a threat assessment of the facilities and identifying all of the, the risks that need to be mitigated. <clears throat> and they put, put it together in a paper report. What we have done is we have digitized the entire process so people can upload their blueprints or schematics to our platform. If they don't have any, we've created a tool where they can use a camera, uh, take photographs, and it'll, it'll auto-render the blueprints to scale, uh, and schematics to scale, and send those up to the platform. We have professionally trained um, uh, uh, threat assessment officers that work under our chief threat assessment officer, which is uh, former Captain uh, Derek Bork of the Rhode Island State Police, who was also a uh, head of the uh, School Safety Task Force and part of the uh, Homeland Security team. <coughs> he... Um, he, he, so those threat assessment officers working to him, they would look at all of the data that comes up, they identify the type of facility, send down a questionnaire, uh, depending on the type of facility it is, is it a school, is it a restaurant, is it a, is it a mall? So there's, there's, there's certain type of questions for each facility. When those questions are answered, they'll, they'll then actually pin right to the blueprints uh, that they can see uh, uh, and, and look for photographs of, and, and video of those areas. Once they've collected all that data, they'll do their threat vulnerability assessment of it. And they'll actually pin again right onto the blueprints what, what, what are the vulnerabilities and what they need to do to mitigate it. So if they roll their mouse over, we'll tell exactly how to mitigate that, that, that vulnerability, ultimately making the facility a safer building. So that's part one. That's the easy part. Uh, but we've taken that fragmented piece and, and, and organized it into one digital fashion and, and stored in one, one location. Now we make that interactive with the first responders. So our technology is free to all first responders. So when we sign up a client in the area, that, that, that all of the local first responders that would respond to that particular facility will have access to the technology for free. Um, and so if they, when, there's event, when there's an event happening, uh, let's say there's a, 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 an active shooting situation in a school, uh, as the police are rolling to the event, they'll pull up live on their, on their tablets, uh, on, their, on their laptops in the car, in dispatch uh, on their on their computers, uh, the live and, and, and uh, active uh, most current blueprints of the facility. So as they roll, they'll get all of that data. They'll get the points of uh, of cover, the elevations, the places to hide. All of that information and that data will be there for them. Now on the client side, which is the which is our customer, that the one that has purchased the the, uh, the the mobile defense platform from us, they also have, are interactive with law enforcement. So we take a teacher, for instance. Our law enforcement experts have said that most teachers, when they're presented with a high-stress situation like that, they don't normally stay in the classroom. They tend to run out and get themselves into more danger because they're afraid no one's going to know where they are. So with our, with our system, they can lock the door. They can take the kids and put them in a safe place in the room. They press one button on the phone. 
they put in the number of people that are in the room, they put the room number that they're in, and they create a, a quick secret password. So now as the first responders are rolling, uh, all of the rooms that have people in them are lighting up in red, and it gives the, the first responders to know how many people are in that room and, uh, and wh wh where they are. So they can go to those rooms that are occupied with people first, bang on the door and say, hi, this is a Rhode Island State Police. Uh, your code word is eraser. As soon as the teacher hears the word they type in and they know that instead it's law enforcement, they bring the kids to the, to the front. The, law, the officer takes them and, and escorts them to safety. As he does so, he radios the dispatch. The room number, room 612, is clear. The dispatcher will turn that room green. And then they'll go through the rest of the red rooms and turn them all green. And then they'll do the tedious task of going to all of the empty rooms and check and see if there's any stragglers or individuals in those rooms. They bat, when they open the door and they, they yell in, police call out, police call out, and they have to wait. Uh, and then they'll clear all of those rooms. Once all the rooms are cleared, the, uh, the, 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 all the rooms will be green. There'll be an all clear sign up on the, on the screen. And all the different agencies that are, that are, that are there will, will be able to see that the building's clear. Um, if there's video cameras in the facility, they will tie right into the to the laptop to the to, to the tablets, the laptops, the phones, whatever whatever connectivity that they have, and they'll be able to see what's going on in the building. But more importantly, at our network operations center, we will be able to see what's going on in the building as well. So the second something trips on our app that there's an event occurring, it'll light up in our facility. Our trained officers will be able to see what's going on. So again, as the police are rolling, they're going to get the live blueprints. They're going to get elevations, points of cover, places to hide. They're going to get the rooms lighting up in red where they can identify where all the people are that they need to bring to safety. And then at the bottom of the screen, they're going to have our officers that are, in, in the, that are seeing what's going on before they get there are going to be able to identify where the shooters are or where the, 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 the shooter or shooters are, um, identify what type of hardware they're carrying, you know, what type of, they're carrying an AR-15, or they're carrying uh, a backpack with extra magazines, what they're wearing and what their movements are. So now when law enforcement rolls out to a scene, they have all of the data that they need to mitigate that situation as quickly as possible and save lives, save property loss, uh, and, 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 and really kind of end the situation much quicker than if they didn't have access to that data. And all of this has been designed by law enforcement. So these, all of these procedures have been designed by law enforcement on the things that they would, like, would have liked to have to go into these things that would help them make safer entries and be able to, to, to clear the situation quicker. Wow. I, I'm totally wow. blown away. <laughs> I think that was the fastest time I ever did that because this, this presentation used to take me an hour. And, and then when we, we went down to Florida uh, and met with all of the Florida legislators and, and uh, we had a, a, a lobbyist that was working with us and the, the, the gentleman said, you've got 12 minutes with each person. I'm like, 12 minutes? How am I going to do this in 12 minutes? So I quickly had to, to in my mind, redo the presentation and knock it down to 12 minutes. And we, we did like, like 10 or 15 of them a day. But uh, at the end of that uh, uh, presentation of the couple of days, uh, we got kind of a standing ovation from the gallery, which was kind of cool. Uh, um, but then when we left, they sent up a 25-year, uh, a 35-year veteran of the Broward County Police Department uh, to vet our technology. And he came up, visited, walked through our office, went through the technology, looked at a live demo of how it worked, went back and gave the green light. And upon that, they passed a bill adding our technology to Alyssa's law there, which makes our, our technology law uh, to, where it's required in all of the schools in Florida by a certain date. And we're kind of working on those, those dates and deadlines now. We're, we're going to put some upcoming meetings with the uh, head of the Department of Education and so on folks to kind of work on that rollout. Wow, that, that's incredible. You certainly deserve that standing ovation. 
Um, this, wow. this technology just has me blown away. I'm very excited to, to hear more about it in detail with you today. Um, I was wondering, uh, could you tell us about any, are there any future partnerships in the works that uh, SkyPath has? Well, we have, we have a, a, a bunch of different uh, uh, partnerships. Uh, we're, we're working with some technology partners to bring, always bring new technology to to uh, to our, our platform, uh, and and you know, that always adds some value. But we're also working with with some some very large client partners, um, uh, some of the, which are the largest companies in the world right now that have identified our technology as something that they would like to use to keep uh, their workplace safer. Uh, and we're currently in the process of, of uh, uh, deploying a pilot in some of their most uh, predominant facilities. Uh, and when that, uh, once that's done and, and, and it's successful, which we know it will be, uh, we, we anticipate a global rollout with that particular client. We also have a significant partnership with Lords of London. Okay. <laughs> Lords of London has created a workplace violence an active shooter uh, insurance policy with coverage limits up to $100 million. And what they've done is they've packaged our technology uh, with the premium and with the policy. So what I mean by that is it's not an upsell, it's not an add-on. When you buy the policy, you're buying our technology with it. You're paying Lords of London and Lords of London is paying us. They're deploying a team of people globally to, to, to sell that to their clients all over the world. Wow, that's incredible. This, this yeah, is just... I, I, have, I have to step in. David, uh, my mind is blown away, and I've been working with you guys for months now, and every time I hear you present, dude, I, I'm just like, I'm blown away by this what this technology is going to do for the world. It, it's amazing, man. It's well, well, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Omar. We created it. We built it. We've been rolling it out. We've been doing it, and every day, I'm blown away with what we've done and the type of response we're getting. And we're very humble that, that, that we think that, you know, not only do we, do we create something that will, that's gonna create some value for our shareholders and, and value for the, for the people that have, that have put all the work to build into it, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's really a socially responsible project yep. that brings something to, to the world and, and brings something more safe to the world. So it, it kind of it fits both sides of the coin. Uh, where most people are just in it for just the, the you know the profit, which is fine. If you're a business and you're in for the profit, that's fine. But some products just just they, they you know they they're just one sided. We have a, a kind of a of a social side which we think is fantastic, and we think that it's going to make the world a safer place. And and yes, that's it's a lot of it's a lot on our shoulders, uh, and and we're very humble to to know that we've that we've kind of put together some technology to, to be able to to take that one step. And and to piggyback off that too, I, I've I've known David personally for a while now. I can tell you this guy's he's been a very successful guy and he's one of the most humble people I've known in, in on this earth, honestly. Like super humble, super successful, and, and he's one of the only CEOs I know I could call at one o'clock in the morning if I wanted to talk, just to talk sports or this life. I, I don't see many people like that and, and you know me guys, I'm a compliance guy, so I, I had to drill him, I had to do all my compliance research on him. He he checked all the boxes and uh he's a friend for life. It's more this business is personal and this what he's building this means so much to me because i have friends and family members that are first responders and in law enforcement and when they heard about this they were smiling so dave i kudos to you man i, I always well, it's, 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 funny that, it's funny that you say that about the one o'clock morning uh, one of my closest friends that i've been that i've been friends with since since kindergarten we've been friends for 40 years 
he's, he's involved with this technology with us. So we, we, he's built some of the tech with us. Uh, we, we built most of the tech, the, the back end stuff that we use for, for the law enforcement side of it. And um, he's, he, he has a very, very successful business on that side. He has some, some, some offices overseas and whatnot. So it makes him up at all certain hours. But he'll regularly send me a text, uh, an email, or a text message at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And I always have my phone on, the ringer up loud. That thing rings, I get up and I make sure I respond and let him know. I'm on my toes. You send me a message at 3.30, you're going to get a message back. <laughs> yep. yep, I can confirm that. <laughs> That's incredible. And yeah, having children of my own, just listening to you today, thinking about all the lives this technology will save is just inspiring. It's incredible, David. Um, and for this next question, uh, I, I, I think I know David and Omar know, we, we talk a lot about Goji Crypto. This is a Goji Crypto-based uh, podcast. I was wondering if uh, you could tell us about the Goji Swap partnership and how uh, Sky Tokens will be utilized on Goji Swap. Yeah, so for the listeners who don't know, SCAPTAP actually has a foundation for the Sky Token Foundation, where we actually have a 545 um license. That way, we will be a real valid charity. So investors who do purchase our Sky Tokens um, actually can write that um, purchase off 100% either appreciation or depreciation. So that's very unique in its own, because you have a lot of projects in the crypto space that say they have charity tokens, but they're really on charities. They might give a percentage to a certain charity of your liking, but you can't do anything with that investment. So we took that into consideration, like how can we also benefit people that support our project and want to be able to, you know, keep this charity going and be able to provide the software to other schools or Title One schools or underserved schools or even businesses that might not have the bottom line revenue to purchase good software, they get platforms on, on our website and the foundation, the token will actually allow us to do that. But, um, yeah, so, so, so it's very important, to, to, this is a, probably the most important piece is that 100% of all of the net proceeds, and when I mean net, that's after all costs and, and, and after the developers get paid and all those people that don't know what to, to, to put it together, all the net proceeds of it uh, stay in the charity and get awarded to deploy our technology to, to schools, municipalities, and, and, and businesses, and, and whatnot that cannot afford it. And it's a simple process. They go to our website, they'll fill out a grant form, it goes to the charity. The charity is a Delaware nonprofit corporation already in existence with a 501c that's already been applied for, that's, that's underway. Uh, so uh, it, whenever it gets approved, it dates back to day one. Um, and then that, that those funds get deployed in order to, to, to be able to supply this technology to, to those people for free. So when, again, on the social side of things, we built something great. We build something that's going to protect the public and protect people, but we don't want it to just be for the for, for, for the people to have uh, that that can can afford it. We want to make sure that everybody can get access to this, to this technology. Everybody can be safe, no matter what social or, or economic uh, uh, level that, that that you're on today. Correct. And that was very important to us. You're very. And to piggyback off that, also, guy was the first listed on Goji Swap, um, tentative to release very soon. Um, and yeah, so anybody that's listening, right now we have a pre-sale on Sky Token. If you go to www.skypath.com, there will be a link on there to our pre-sale um, website. It will link you to that directly. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, going up on it, current sale price is 80 cents per token. Um, no, no hard cap or anything of that nature. And um, yeah, definitely come show some support. And, and it's a still good project that we got going on with a real, as you can see from David's early introduction, a real use case that's going to be a household name really soon, like really, really soon. Wow. So exciting, guys. Well, while I ha still have you both on, uh, is there anything else you guys would like to add or, or tell the listeners before you go? All I would say is that we've got the Skypath Defender logos, stickers. You're going to be, be able to be seeing those popping up all over the place on places, the public places that you visit. And when you see one of those stickers, you know that it's a safer place to shop, a safer place to dine, a safer place to go to school, or a safer place to conduct your business. That would be 100% uh, sure. And, and on the, I, I, I just feel like being generous. If, if uh, How about this, David? You know, we, we all about helping and then being generous. And, you know, we're the most selfless people probably in the crypto space and business world. Um, how about this? The next, if we, we get 100 holders within the next day or two, uh, I, I, might, I might do something real special. I might give away $500 to three people. If we get 100 new holders by tomorrow or the next, by, by the first of the year, get 100 new holders of Sky Token. I would get three random people five hundred dollars worth of sky. So hey, people, put the word out there because I love uh, it. This, this definitely is going to do big things, and we, that's just a little token of appreciation because we know we we want to take care of the people who actually invest in us and support us. That's how you pay it forward. So yeah, spread the word, people. Might it might be more than three people. That's how we are. So yeah, it's just, hey, let's make some some people really happy in the new year. Awesome, and I'll also put the link for. Uh... Skypass web website on my Twitter page, so you could check it out there as well. Excellent, thank you. I think you appreciate that, Ralph. Really good. No problem. It was my pleasure. I I just want to thank you guys for coming on the show, and um, I'd love to have you on again as uh, things advance quickly, and uh, we could talk some more. We look forward to being a regular guest on the show and giving you updates of our progress and, and, and our rollouts uh, as we as we expand across the country and across the world. Awesome. It'll be an honor and my pleasure. Thanks so much for coming on, David. Thank you, sir. You guys have yourself a wonderful and happy and healthy New Year. And same for the listeners. Thank you, Dave. Take Bye. care. And thank you, too, Omar. That's an amazing offer. Um, I hope a lot of listeners will at least uh, get on the website and check it out and get some Sky Tokens before uh, Goji Swap drops. Yeah, and just to pick it, just to get a little bit more in detail on Sky. So we have a total of 42 million tokens, right? So they're very limited. And and honestly, given the fact that we actually have filed for our um, one corporate charity license, it's, you're going to see a lot of people come in there just to donate because it's a feel-good project, right? And, and like David said, we want to help provide the software to schools, businesses, restaurants that might not have the means to afford the technology because we believe everybody should have the opportunity to be safe and have the technology to mitigate any risk that could potentially face. You know, so it's, it's ingenious, but like I said, it's just humbling to be able to be part of something that has a bigger mission than just, you know, looking to earn a dollar for shareholders. We understand that, but just to save lives. I have kids likewise. 
you know, David has sons. You know, we all have family members, right, that could be impacted by a certain adverse situation. So, to me, I gravitated to this, and it's like with Goji, we always want to link up and partner with great projects, but more importantly, just great people. It was, it was a no-brainer for me. Yep, no, absolutely. Um, while I have you on, Omar, uh, would you maybe want to give the listeners some details? We have some new Goji news um, with Pancake Swap uh, on Binance Smart Chain now available. Um, so yes. now that opens up uh, the ability to purchase Hanu on a whole nother blockchain. Yeah, so now you can, like Ralph says, you can actually buy Hanu on the C side of things. Now that makes three Ethereum, Polygon. On the BSE chain, get it on Pancake Swap. So we pretty much envision being on every chain, uh, blockchain imaginable. Because you know you have certain holders, a certain investors in the crypto space that only deal with certain blockchains that they're familiar with. Because I was like that at first. I only dealt with Ethereum. <laughs> that was only anything that was ERC twenty. Then I, you know, talking to that lead developer Stephen Banner and Matt Hyman and other guys in the community. I'm like, hey, Polygon is a lot cheaper. And I got acclimated to Polygon and that BSC. I'm like, man, it's a whole nother world. So yep. <laughs> this having those opportunities available and options available makes it that much more easier for you to grab a larger audience. And we're just casting a wide net. And once more and more people hear about Goji and just the whole company in general, right, then learn about the tokens that are in the ecosystem, oh, man, once they get wind of what we're building, they're going to really appreciate it. I think we're going to just see some really big things in the year 2022 yeah i agree i think uh 2022 is going to be it man i'm really really excited for uh goji skypath caller um it's going to be a heck of a year yeah and i mean honestly people like david said with this with sky alone they have some really big players that are interested in the technology like really big players i i can't go into specifics but it's a really big player, right? And just to know that you only acquire Sky on Goji Swap when it go rolls out, oh man, that's that's epic right there. So I'm telling the listeners now, guys, you might wanna <laughs> you might wanna grab your nice little bag because when you start to think about charities and, and large, these large allotment of companies that want to come in and actually just use it as a donation pool because it's a feel good and you use as a tax write off, they don't care about the token side of things that money actually would be put into liquidity. So we will always have liquidity coming and coming. You won't have to worry about lack of liquidity or things of that nature. And plus, it's going to be everywhere. Skypath, I'm telling you guys, in 2022, it would be a household name. Goji Crypto would be a household name. Catman would be a household name. And we're going to continue to grow in the network and be the brand that we all supposed to be. Awesome. Well, hey, it was a pleasure having you on again. Uh, you're my most popular guest and I love having you on Omar and I hope we could do it again and again and again uh, throughout 2022 of course I think David might surpass me now jeez how can I (laughs) I know he definitely got the good he got a podcast voice (laughs) man I'm just jealous dude man successful guy but you know what it's so cool man because like I said David's one of the most humble people and guys, just to know, my fact, I'm a compliance guy, so I actually went up to the headquarters in Rhode Island. I did my own assessment. I vetted them out. I seen the technology firsthand. I was amazed. Like, David didn't even go to... He, I'll let him tell you guys about more and more things that they are able to do with the technology 
I mean, that's even ramblings of them having things that could locate people in adverse events. Like, it, it's so much it's mind blowing. I'll let him let the rabbit off the head when he's on the show again. But yeah, it's the capabilities and possibilities are limitless. And just know that law enforcement and big industries and big players in, 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 the, in the world are looking at this. So, guys, as I always say, you know my favorite phrase, Catman, board the train before it leaves the train station. I'm telling you, board the train, board the Honu train, board the Skyfire train. Heck yeah, choo-choo. <laughs> All right, well, it was a pleasure, buddy. Um, I'll be in touch again soon. And uh, thanks again so much for your time and coming on the podcast. Hey, not a problem, man. And, and 2021 was a great year, but happy new year to you. And um, I look forward to big things, great things. And, and, and hey, dude, I, you're one of the best in the industry. I appreciate you for having me on. Thanks. And to you and your family as well, wonderful new year. Thank you, buddy. Take care, buddy. All right, guys. So that was an incredible interview by two incredible men. I hope everyone enjoyed it, and I definitely look forward to having both of them on again. And um, let's get moving on here to my new section of the podcast. This is the second episode of Catman's Hot Off the Press. Last time we talked about Charged Punks, um, an NFT. This time, uh, today's coin is going to be MVG. That stands for Mad Viking Games, and it's on the VeChain blockchain. It's part of a two-token GameFi ecosystem, MVG and GEM. Uh, let me tell you this. The visuals in the game are amazing, and uh, it's built with the Unreal Engine 5. This incredible game will be open world, and it's based off Norse mythology. I mean, who don't love Vikings? And uh, it's play to earn. And it's going to be huge in 2022. It should definitely be at the top of your list. I implore you to check it out. Um, In the game, a player will be able to buy an NFT character and essentially create his own lineage. The game will have an advanced breeding system where characters may have a child with another character. And when both reach a certain age, you'll be able to create new half-breeds with specific combos of parents from different races or this is really cool you could create a long lineage of purebloods with a certain race and these characters can be sold on the open market open nft market wow that's amazing and uh the six races in the game are humans dark elves draugers dwarfs bright elves and monsters The uh, developers are working on two types of uh, in-game, an open-world game and a turn-based version of the game. The turn-based will focus on shorter battles between NFT characters and have a highly competitive and strategic design. Think of eSports. And the open-world will be immersive, first-person game um, based in a Norse land. It will start in Midgard and expand to eight other realms. All characters will be available in the beginning. And uh, this will all be connected through Yadrasil. It's a great world tree which will connect all the nine realms. So just think open world, nine realms. 
Players will be able to explore, go on quests and do doles in the immersive open world. And uh, each realm will have its own traits and challenges. I mean, this just sounds massive. I'm telling you, this is going to be the biggest game of 2022. And uh, as for the MVG tokens utility, you could buy characters and items with it and generate gems to use as influence and earn passive income by native staking. The uh, developers are going to issue a governance token known as gems. All stakers will receive gems at a fixed rate proportional, proportional to the amount in time they staked. At the uh, current time, the basic generation rate is 10 gems per 1 million MVG staked. Gems can be used to vote for the implementation of specific features or um, games on the platform, and all used gems will get burned. So uh, gems could be sold on the open market for players who want more influences. I am, like I said, uh, so excited for this game. As for the roadmap, um, in the first quarter of 2022, the NFT and UI market will be released. This is gonna, there's also going to be a special announcement. And then players will be able to start staking MVG and earning them gems. In the second quarter of 2022, the beta version of the game will launch. And in the third quarter, we'll have the official game release. And then, this is, this is just crazy, blows my mind. Lastly, in Q4, the game's going to go cross-chain with Ethereum. I mean, holy smokes, this is going to be <laughs> incredible. Um, you heard it from Catman first. There are currently uh, 5.4 billion coins in circulation. The max supply was 100 billion, but 86 billion tokens were burned, leaving 14 billion total coins. And uh, how can you get your hands on MVG? Well, you could buy it through the VeChain Thor wallet. That's an app that you could download. Um, you're going to need some VET or VThor in the wallet, and you can use that and the wallet's browser to connect to VEXchange. That's like VeChain's version of Uniswap, where you could swap for MVG. And uh, MVG is also now listed on CoinMarketCap. So uh, be on the lookout also for an exchange listing very soon. I'm going to post an invite link to their Discord channel on my Twitter page, and also links on how to create a VeChain Thor wallet. So keep an eye out for MVG. Um, this was Catman's Hot Off the Press. So that's all I got this week, folks, and this year, I guess. I hope everyone enjoyed the SkyPath interview. Um, that's going to be a huge partnership for Goji Crypto. And 2022 is going to be huge for Hanu and Goji Swap. And definitely, definitely check out MVG. Um, their website has some um, awesome video of some footage of the game. It's, it's just, uh, it's going to be massive. And uh, remember... You could get Hanu on Uniswap on Ethereum blockchain, on QuickSwap on Matic chain, and now on Binance Smart Chain via PancakeSwap. And you could get Caller on ShibaSwap via Ethereum chain and on QuickSwap via Matic chains. 
I'm going to be taking a two-week hiatus for the new year to be with family and loved ones. But when I get back, I'll get everyone caught up to speed on Hanu and Collar and all the big things coming this new year. Um, I also got some new podcast equipment to kick off 2022, so I'm excited for that. I hope to make this show bigger and better. And I just want to, I just hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas with their loved ones and hope everyone has a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. And I know lately, uh, Hanu and Collar have been down a bit, uh, just the market in general, with it being the end of the year. I uh, hope everyone stays positive, hodls strong, and uh, I mean, just listen. Listen to what David has to say. Check out the Caller and uh, Hanu Discord channels. I mean, what they are creating is not only innovative, I, I think it's going to rock the crypto world um, with Goji Swap coming out and the Caller Metaverse. So just be on the lookout. I think we're going to have a great 2022. And for the last time of the year, this was the Weekly Goji.